0: This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all
1: podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Holocron Histories, Star Wars canon versus legends. We're going to take a deep dive into the lore of the Star Wars universe.
0: And welcome to Holocron Histories podcast where we talk about all things Star Wars canon versus legends. I am one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Tika,
1: and I am your other host, Ben of Tamaria.
0: Yeah, and so we're here to talk about celebration.
1: Yes. So so much news came out from Star Wars Celebration this past weekend. And this episode we're taking like a breakdown of what happened day by day. Uh, the first half of the show we'll do the first two days. The second half we'll do the last two days of announcements. And oh this celebration was huge. I mean it had it to really be was. because we're not having one next year. No. Nope. So uh but yeah, we'll we'll talk about the, the one that comes out in two years at the end of the show. Which I was so hoping us be able to go to, but it seems like that no. might not happen, <laughs> since it's not unless- still on the other side of the world.
0: <laughs> not unless we start making a buttload more money.
1: Yeah, yeah. Though it's in two years, we could save, theoretically, but it's still stupid expensive. <laughs> um but yeah let's get into it so day one so thursday when the celebrations kicked off they didn't really have a whole lot of panels and announcements that at least i know of they did a inside of the lego groups of the 40th anniversary of the return of the jedi which is coming back to theaters on april 28th we got that before we started the show the same day as Jedi Survivor, coincidentally. I think not. Mm. But yeah, the Lego announced that they're going to be doing some new dioramas. Um, if nobody knows, you Lego does a lot of dioramas, specifically with Star Wars now. Uh, I don't know if they've done dioramas for other series as much.
0: I've seen some Marvel ones and some Disney ones. Um, Disney's obviously big. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. But they did uh there's a diorama for the speeder chase on Endor with uh was mm-hmm. that Luke or Luke and Leia on a speeder going uh going after one of the stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a diorama of Palpatine in his chamber, uh where Vader and Luke face off against him.
0: Yeah. Um I'm su- I think these look really awesome. Um I wish that Legos weren't ridiculously expensive now.
1: Yeah, um, that's That that's the one downside to Lego. Like growing up Lego was very inexpensive.
0: And Yeah, cuz I remember you used to be able to get the, like the figures for a couple bucks.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, or like maybe a dollar. Now you can right. a, a minifig now is like 5 five bucks minimum depending on the (laughs) minifig it's insane what lego's done um, over the last you know two decades we got Uh, but yeah they look good oh yeah Uh, the dioramas look great going to be I mean that's the only two that they announced and showed off at the celebrations for the 40th year for return of the jedi obviously lego's probably going to do more than two because it's lego and they like to mass produce the crap out of their stuff. Um, well, I don't know if this was announced at celebrations. They there is a new Lego set coming out for the uh, U uh, USC. Is it USC? The Ultimate Series stuff they do uh, I, I for Lego. Remember. It's a veninator class Star Destroyer, and it's a Ooh. big one. Like it's big. Yeah. Um, so it'll cost like two hundred dollars. Probably more than that, honestly, because Lego. Yeah. So now, uh, we... go on.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say um, I would expect more kind of 40th anniversary to come out. These two, I mean, these two scenes that they're doing are pretty iconic. Like when you think of Return of the Jedi, really, when you think of Return of the Jedi, you think of two scenes, you think of, the, or three scenes, really the speeder chase, Luke mm-hmm. fighting Vader, and Jabba the Hutt's yacht. So yes. I would imagine that we're going to get something with a Sarlacc pit or a Jabba oh, hut. I wouldn't Or something it. like that. Um, mm-hmm.
1: even if it's anything to do with like for it to be diorama that they want to do at a small space, I could see them doing Luke with his meeting with Jabba in in his uh, palace. Um, I can yeah. see them doing something with that. Or it could be uh, Jabba on his yacht with Leia.
0: Or you could do, I wouldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't see that because I think they're trying to stay away from the oh, that's a good point. Leia, Bikini yeah, Leia.
1: That's a fair but, point. But
0: um, I think we could get Luke in the Rancor. I think we could get, I think we could also get the droids walking up to the palace.
1: That's Ooh, one that, that would be a nice one. Have Just have the gate part of the diorama and then R2 and c PO mm-hmm. just walking up to it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Sure. Be, yeah, now i have to deal with like a giant figure like Jabba or a Rancor figure because those figures are not cheap in Lego form. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, I mean, that's really all the big news that we got on the first day. So the second day on Friday, this is where a lot of the really big juicy stuff was announced. Mm-hmm. There was a lot. Um, So first off, they announced and showed off the new Ahsoka trailer. So we'll get really into it in the second half for this because they announced more stuff with that show specifically in the second half on the third day. But I will just say the Ahsoka trailer, if you have not watched it, pause this episode, go watch it and come back because, oh, my God. It's everything that I'm super excited for for Star Wars. And we'll talk about more in the second half, but two of the characters look kind of ironically familiar from a different franchise in Star Wars, in my opinion.
0: Are you talking about the um,
1: the other the, force uh, wielders that we have in, in the, the trailer? Force, yeah. They look very similar yeah. to different characters that we've seen in the Star Wars medium. And I'm like, yeah. hmm, was that really...
0: But well it'll um, be it'll be very interesting. Um it's you know we're we're a podcast about canon versus legends, which I think true. is a good segue. We can kind of talk about Legends kind of making a comeback here, oh, especially gosh. with the second big announcement that they made on day
1: two. So we get three new films officially confirmed and announced. One is almost done, apparently. So mm-hmm. the three we we announced was Dave Filoni is finally getting his film. That man deserves a Star Wars film so, so much for what he he has contributed to the universe. But he is doing a film that will connect everything on the Disney Plus side of things. So Ahsoka, Mandalorian, Book of Boba, um, so I know it's going to specifically have those three shows. I don't know if it'll have anything to do with Andor. I doubt it because Andor specifically ties into Rogue One. But those three shows, since they take place after Return of the Jedi, he's going to do a film that will tie everything up with those shows and on.
0: And bridge them into br- the sequels.
1: And bridge them right into the sequel trilogy and where it makes sense and wh- where everything's at. And we when we started seeing this stuff with Mandalorian, I mean, the Coruscant episodes specifically with the New Republic, we kind of already we see even like you know five years into the New Republic being a thing, it's not working whatsoever, and it still had another twenty five years before it falls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we already see a prelude to all this already in the shows. <laughs> we got um, another film which was announced i cannot remember let me see let me pull it up oh the names are right on the freaking uh title here so yeah uh, it's dawn of the jedi dawn of the jedi james mangold uh who's done logan indiana and the new indiana jones dial of destiny which is coming out uh the new fifth film for that Dawn of the Which Jedi. is also
0: announced at Celebration, but yes. it's not really Star Wars. So. Yeah, that's true.
1: It's Lucasfilm, so it's halfway there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they announced the Star Wars Dawn of the Jedi, so it's going to take place 25,000 years before the Republic has formed. Well, the episode one.
0: Right. Um... So,
1: and we showed off a picture of the timeline. This is what really got me excited, be they, because they fully confirmed, the old republic is in the timeline of canon. Well, we knew
0: that. Well, really. true, but th- this is we, their first official
1: one. Like confirmation yeah. exists. Um,
0: I think that it'll be interesting if they just say, like, I could see them in a lot of ways, just going, like, okay we're going to fold the old republic mmo back into canon
1: and we we'll, we'll, <laughs> and we mainly would,
0: because the game is still success like quote unquote oh successful. it's still successful
1: and it's right. it still makes revenue every year disney slash lucasfilm still gets profit from it even though it's owned by buyer Bio- the game plat- game itself is technically bioware it's gone on for 10 years and there's no, like it's not slowing down. Like it's actually like player base for older publics actually ramping up. Um, um, not surprisingly cause star Wars is star Wars, but over the last 10 years, it keeps going up every year. So it makes sense right. for them to finally like, you know, eventually it's like, Hey, we're going to fold everything back as it should have been. Um, right well even like with so dawn of the jedi what we the only thing we really got with the known for the film is the name and then it is going to deal with the first quote-unquote jedi so back onto our like like way back in year one when we started the podcast when we talk about the jedi as in j e d apostrophe a i i i think that's how you say it Mm -hmm. it's right jedi yeah I have a strong feeling it's going to go with that. We'll see that story of how the Jedi became Jedi as we know them and the other portion of the dark Jedi becoming the Sith possibly.
0: Well, which might be an interesting kind of like prelude into this of, yeah, they're going to bring in like bring the MMO into canon. Keep with this Dawn of the Jedi. I think depending This is just a complete theory for me based on this. I think depending on how the reception of the Dawn of the Jedi movie goes and how the KOTOR remake, if it ever happens, um, (laughs) if the KOTOR remake ever happens, its reception, I think we might be getting something with the Bane trilogy. Oh, I can see that. Either them canonizing the story or us getting a film
1: or T V series. Or they might go into as far as canonizing it bookwise first and then go back and do like a show or movie or something. Because that's what like And that's the easiest thing that Disney's done since taking over Star Wars. And we've seen this with the High Republic, with the novels, them going back into a High Republic era and canonizing all this stuff in the High Republic as a novels. And then and we'll talk about this in in the second half of the show, them bringing it to film or to the to the screen. Right. Uh, But yeah, so we get we get to go back before even Old Republic. And um, I think we're about to talk about it here soon. Uh, Hasbro announced a bunch of new lineups after a quick side thing. They're doing another vintage series. It's a 3.75 7, inch figure. So it's like the small, tiny ones of Revan. So Revan's getting another vintage series, which is really cool. So it's kind of like they're kind of hunting at things with the legends bringing into the canon. And the third film, which honestly was the most shock to me, that when they announced this, I was not expecting this, um, is a movie set fifteen years after Return or after Rise of Skywalker with Ray. So Daisy Daisy Ridley is coming back to play Ray fifteen years after Rise of the Rise of Skywalker and on her journey of bringing back the jedi order
0: yes um i mean the name of
1: that go on
0: the name of that film is another indication of like and when we talk about ahsoka's show um when we talk about the Ahsoka show, we'll talk more about this and especially one line Ahsoka says about Thrawn gets to this point of like can or legends returning into canon. But Ray's film is called new Jedi order.
1: Which, which is specifically is a, from legends,
0: which is a legends novel line. And it's a really good one. Um I
1: did. And so- you go on. Sorry.
0: So I was I'm just kind of curious at this point of I wanted to talk a lot about the Ray novel or the Ray movie because one I think this is Disney's chance to really show that they can not I don't want to say atone for the sequel trilogy.
1: They can reconcile it with all the hardcore fans.
0: Right. And I think that this is a chance for Ray to be a character in and of itself. Because that I think this was the mistake, is you know, Force Awakens comes out and everyone's theorizing like who is who is this girl? Like, is she related to someone? Who is she? Like what's happening? And then we get we get the rot like we get the last Jedi, when we get Ray, nobody. And then Rise of Skywalker comes back and be like, "Ah, ha ha gotcha. She's actually a Palpatine slash a Skywalker now, which I'm fine with her taking that name. Um, I just want her to be her own character, not in relation to Ben Solo, not in relation to Luke Skywalker, not in relation to Sheev Palpatine.
1: Right. This is a very good segue for Disney to really look, and I mean, and they know they had mixed reception with the sequel trilogy. I mean, we we voiced our opinions. We we have mixed receptions of the sequel trilogy. This is a really good time for them to not. I mean, Atonement is kind of like a long past, but this is a really good way to really show. What these characters were meant to be in those films, and what they can be. I, I'm, I don't know if John Boyega would come back for Star Wars, but I would love to finally see Finn as a force wielder, as he should have been in this sh- in this film.
0: Right, a hundred percent, and I just think that I want this show to be about Rey in her journey and because even for the protagonist main character ray doesn't really take a lot of like active roles i mean her only things of actively destroying or actively like choosing things is when she goes to she defies luke and goes after ben on to the not the finalizer
1: but the um Whatever his giant super, super, yeah. super star destroyer is.
0: Yeah, Snoke super star destroyer when she does that. And then her decision to kind of destroy, like her, try to strand herself on Octu and then go back and face Palpatine. Like those are her decisions and she doesn't take a big active role in the like actual plot of. The sequel trilogy she's more of a passive character in which Mm -hmm. like things are done to her and she reacts to them rather than like being the cause or movement of the plot and i just want this movie to be about that i think Mm -hmm. that ray was introduced as a very fascinating character and a lot of potential and i just want to see that potential
1: realized oh without a doubt i mean the sequel trilogy dealt with more with the original cast than it dealt with any with the new new cast. The new cast was almost a supporting cast to the original with the sequel trilogy. And that's what it <clears throat> with her with Ray getting her own film, it you know, with the original cast not being there anymore, with her taking up the roles of things. Now we might still see Luke because he's a forest ghost and uh all that fun stuff. So that's always a possibility. Or even Ben Kenobi. We could see Obi Wan as a Force Ghost, for all we know. Who knows? But th- this is a good time for Disney and to show that they can do a successful film with Star Wars after its sequel trilogy. And with I know Dave Filoni's like an accepted position in Lucasfilm, which really helps. He sees overseas majority of everything, which is nice. And then also. Oh, where was I going with this? Um I lost my train of thought. Shoot. Oh well. But yeah, I mean they can do a lot with this. I know, oh, this is what I was gonna say. I knew a lot of people, I saw reactions to this online. I know a lot of people are mad and upset that they're doing something to the sequel trilogy. A lot of, I know people were a lot of people are hoping to see like maybe a reset in the timeline. One, that's not gonna happen. We're not gonna get they're not gonna get recon. That's not gonna happen. Disney has put so much time and effort into building the sequel trilogy. They're not going to wreck on it, especially if anybody goes down to Disney. I am on my way to Batu this here in the next day. When you're hearing this, I will be in Batu. That park alone is canon to the series and it's set in the right. sequels and it's set in the original trilogy as well but it's canon regardless if you like it or not the sequel trilogy is not going to go away now i'm excited to see them doing stuff with it because now they're wanting to explore more past it and before they're 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 expanding their ways of like showing the different eras not specifically skywalker which is what i'm super excited for
0: and i think that this whole like I think a lot of people are thinking, like, trying to give Star Wars basically the Marvel treatment, which is that you can create, or even comic book treatment, where you create multiple universes that can have different things going on. And, you know, like, um, you know, Wolverine has, like, 10 different origin stories because they're all different universes, really, Mm -hmm. like, and that's okay and that's established in the world. That's not how Star Wars world has been established. Like it is one continuous timeline. And even like when we've seen time meddling, which is briefly in the Rebel show with the world between worlds, even back in Twilight of the Apprentice, we see that that was always the case. Like that was always the way time was supposed to happen.
1: So and And,
0: yeah, for those of you who don't know, what I'm talking about in Twilight of the Apprentice when Vader is leaving the temple on Malachor, it pans off and you can see a brief silhouette of Ahsoka walking away. And we come to find out it's because Ezra saves her and then she
1: goes. Yep. In the 40, you know, 50 years Star Wars has been a thing. That has been the most consistent one of the most consistent things in the universe, canon legends regardless. The timeline is one ever flowing river with no branches compared to Marvel where you have the multiverse. Or DC you have the multiverse. Star Wars is one continuous universe in a continued timeline. There now, is
0: only universe one.
1: Yep. And at this point Disney's in filling in the gaps, which is what I'm more excited for is filling in those gaps. I mean Let's be honest. We're all tired of the Skywalker saga. Let's be let's be real. We want to see different stuff. So, and that's what we're finally getting. So, next thing they announced. No. Oh,
0: yeah, and like to that point, like there's a reason that the fan favorites of legend materials are Jaina and Jason Solo and Anakin Solo and you know Zek and. All these other play like people that come into play, like yes, we love the original cast and the original players, but we want to learn about like how the universe moves on mm-hmm. after them. And like, I think one of the like most vis- visceral like reactions to the sequel trilogy has to do with a lot of what some people, and I can see this point of view of disrespect to Luke's legacy um and like palpatine returning and in my opinion all of all these jedi surviving during the events of the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy i think just says to me like i think it does cheapen luke skywalker and his importance of like he is he and leia are the last hopes mm -hmm. of bringing this thing
1: yeah i can't agree with that
0: perspective and I do think that both The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker do kind of a little bit, like, try... They're struggling so hard to get out of the shadow of the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy that they almost were
1: disrespectful to it. Yeah, I can see that. So, I mean, it's what they can do.
0: I... for. For a long time, I was pretty bitter about Star Wars, and I part of that was because I was on the internet. Um, but <laughs> fair, I'm trying to be more positive because I love Star Wars. I don't want to be bitter about Star Wars. I want to be as excited as I was when they announced. The Force awakens and that first trailer drops with the breathing and then we pop up and we see Finn in the Stormtrooper armor and we're all theorizing and we're all like, what's going on? I want that excitement again. And I'm trying like this movie about Ray is a way of like, okay, I want to see where Disney wants to go and I want Disney to pick a direction and go with it. Yep. and like not do this don't be like don't
1: go back on what you do just keep stick with your guns and go with it literally and i've been saying this since you know dave filoni has been involved with star wars let him take the reins of everything like let him be the head of lucasfilm and just literally do every like okay what's this mm-hmm. about oh cool that's good what's this about oh yeah that's no put that to a different direction like let that man work in star wars <laughs> i mean That's i do we agree
0: <laughs> i do agree with that to an extent but this is also the man who brought us the martell sisters so
1: <laughs> okay one thing out of a out of a bunch of other good things
0: here's the thing dave dave listen to me i get it order 66
1: was sad Please stop reminding me. Yeah, that is one thing that we need to move on from. Is we know Order 66 happened. Stop showing it. It's like the Uncle Ben scene in every Spider-Man film until Marvel did their own Spider-Man film, finally. Right. But, uh, yeah, let's move on now. <laughs> Um So the last part of Day 2 was they did talk about and all the upcoming shows... So, they did talk about a little bit of Andor Season 2. They didn't really... It was more behind-the-doors scenes with that. They, we got okay. some, a little bit of what happened in there. It was basically a couple of scenes they showed off to the public with Mon Mothma, with Andor. I mean, we kind of know where it's going to go because it leads directly into Rogue One. Uh, we did get an announcement uh, for the Acolyte show. Which is mm-hmm. I'm excited for. Uh so we have a Wookiee Jedi master named kanaka Ken- So yeah, we have Kanaka who is a Wookiee Jedi master. And he is uh let's see, will be played by Jonas Sotuto, Chewbacca, and the Scourge and and Willow. So the guy who plays Chewbacca Currently, not the old act, uh, actor who was Chewbacca, but the current actor who played him in Solo, and uh, so yeah. forth after that, is playing this nude Wookiee Jedi. But he's grand, he, he's a Jedi Master, which is mm-hmm. a key word there. So, and then we get the origins of the acolyte. So this is interesting because we are finally getting a story of how Palpatine infiltrated and became a sith that's the acolyte that's the, uh, the acolyte. it is the tail end is from this perspective of the villains at the tail end of the high republic in the prime of the jedi and a time of peace. uh da, 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 da. as far as i know they announced it could be wrong don't quote me on this they com- they announced, I believe it had to do something with Palpatine. I don't know if it's about Palpatine as a whole, but okay. Palpatine has some sort of thing with this because it's towards the end of the High Republic. Well,
0: here's what I will have to say, like
1: one, and I know
0: I think they did say something about the potential of I know Visions season two has been rumored for a long time. That was I don't confirmed. think they spoke it was confirmed. It was confirmed. So I will say Visions is one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars media that has been released by Disney, even though it's not canon. It is phenomenally done. And if you are an anime fan of all branches, like it, it is awesome. And so I'm very like curious about this because, you know, Star Wars is best when it's a Western. Oh, yeah. Um western or a samurai movie which are like in a lot of ways two heads of the same literary coin um yeah and so i'm (laughs) they're saying they're taking a lot of inspiration from the films that have that inspired george lucas to do this like samurai films and the westerns and all this and like obviously like he takes a lot of inspiration from dune and from flash gordon and from a lot of big fantasy stories and I just I think that's a good thing um I'm excited for I've always said this about um Star Wars and I think it's something that people misinterpret Star Wars at its core when George Lucas wanted to release it was a story about good versus evil and how good will win in the end Mm -hmm. and while characters can be morally gray characters can be both good and bad morality itself is not there is a clear defined good and there is a clear defined bad and i think that star wars needs to get back to that a little bit yeah Um, and i think they are trying a little bit especially with this of course on episode of mando and how andor is kind of like setting up the rebellion and all kinds of things
1: yeah they're getting in the darker tones but still we see the light at the end of the tunnel
0: Right. And like, you know, even with Kane, I believe it's the Imperial Republic, whatever she is. Mm -hmm. um, Even her, like, we see that, like, okay, like, yeah, you're wearing a good
1: face, but you're really bad. Um, Right. Exactly. Um, And they did announce Acolyte will be coming out next year, 2024. Mm -hmm. Um, they talked about different voices built in the Star Wars today with like Mandalorian and whatnot. Uh, they had an insight on Ahmed's uh, bests return as Kalrin Beck mm-hmm. uh, which is if you haven't seen the one of the most recent episodes of Mando is the Jedi who rescued grogu from the temple. They did talk about a little bit of skeleton crew. Which I did not really see much on it. Um, so it stars kids. But it's not just for kids apparently. So mm-hmm. it is. Yeah they didn't really talk about too much on it. It's just they showed a little bit of the cast. Uh, they talked. They did a poster reveal of uh, Ahsoka. Which we'll talk about here in the next uh, second half of the show. Uh, their new movies daily really returns yep so okay. that's all we got on the second day
0: right other than um, that I on the second
1: say- day there was india jones news and this yeah. is a star wars show so we're not going to touch on that
0: no yes mm-hmm. there are probably indiana jones shows out there you can find one. i would hope
1: <laughs> yeah all right so this is time for our mid break uh, otherwise yep. we'll be here all day Um so let's start with that. Let's get into our mid break. (laughs) All right.
0: Well, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about all things that have to do with the podcast, but not Legends versus Canon and Star Wars. And it's here where we thank our patrons. Thank you to all of our patrons who support us. And if you would like to join us on Patreon, you can do that at HoloCron Histories or patreon.com slash histories. and you can sign up at various tiers to get um, free episodes to coming up on the show with us you can sign up there and you can do that and it's a great way to support us and other great ways to leave us ratings and reviews on spotify or apple if you leave us some kind words we'll read them out on a future episode of the show Other than that, you can join us on Discord, you can hang out with us on the Cups Podcasting and more, or the Robots Radio Discord. I am Teacup on both of those servers, Ben is Ben of something on those servers, and so...
1: This is true. I am Ben of Temeria on the Robots, and Ben of Kenobi on the Cups. Right.
0: And if you want to check us out on our other shows, this is the only show we do together, but we are hosts host of other shows. I co-host the Assassin's Creed lorecast and the Dragon Age lorecast and the Inheritance page-by-page podcast. And Ben is a co-host of the Wizarding World lorecast, which airs tomorrow.
1: Yes, it would normally air tomorrow. Oh, yes. But I will be in... Florida at the time, so uh this week we are skipping this week's episode due to the fact I will be not home to record. So I'll be say having... hi to
0: Tom for me.
1: <laughs> I i would love to say hi to Tom in Florida, but he's flying out to Vegas tomorrow too. Oh yeah, that's right really <laughs> because he's going uh, to the ESO yep, or whatever. He's going to Edel Scrolls Vegas, so he will be there with a bunch of other people from our community. So if you are in Vegas and listening to the show, this upcoming weekend is ESO live at Vegas. Uh, Tom, who's the host, main host of our network, and various other hosts and members of our community will be there as well. It's going to be a bunch of fun time over there. I wish I would been able to go, but I'm going to I'm going to Batu for my week. So,
0: I, I will be going to Vegas not this not this weekend, but in Memorial Day.
1: Oh, Which okay. is not when
0: not when Elder Scrolls Great <laughs> right. New Vegas is happening.
1: Fair enough. But uh is that all we have for this med break? I believe so. Cool. Let's get more into celebrations. <laughs> Alright, now we're back. And Saturday, the third day, was another big giant reveal. Of massive news. So, this is where we're going to talk about Ahsoka. It looks epic. It looks awesome. We see uh, her. She has longer... Le- er, um, oh, God. Leku. Leku, Leku. thank you. Yeah, the longer Leku, which is accurate to her character, which they kind of shortened up for Mandalorian due to, you know, pro- uh, it was all practical effects they didn't do cg for her they still aren't doing cg for her which is fantastic we see some labor uh lightsaber fighting with her we see her you know stick the uh, her two sabers in the ground use the force to do a pinwheel effect to drop down further which is great because we see that in clone wars
0: mm-hmm.
1: we see sabine in live action uh, there was... It was behind closed doors. They didn't show it in the trailer. But we see Sabine in the cl- behind closed door footage of her picking up Ezra's green lightsaber and using it. Mm-hmm. And then we see these two mystery characters. Who are not Sith, mind you. And their lightsaber colors are correct that you see. So in the trailer, you see these two mysterious force wielders with lightsabers their color blade color is not red it is orange and that is correct they are orange sabers the showrunner uh confirmed dave filoni confirmed they are meant to be orange and there's a lot of speculation they could be synthetic kyber crystals so there's that And these two characters. So one of the scenes we see one of the characters in who he is. um, So the actor who I cannot remember the character's name off the bat. Uh, Let me see if I can find his name real quick. Uh, So we do see Hera and Chopper, which I am so excited to see Hera and Chopper, mainly Chopper, because he's my favorite war criminal. Um don't know do they say their names i know they announce their names and i can't remember
0: i didn't see it um, let me see
1: here well have yeah, we have two mystery characters who are sith uh, like force wielders, but not sith which are orange lightsabers the main guy, he is going to be, he's voiced by, uh, the the actor who plays him is, he's the voice of Gar Saxon in the Clone Wars. But mm-hmm. in his Ahsoka appearance, he's not Gar Saxon, he's a force voter We see, the first scene we see him in is, we definitely can tell, in the background, it's world between worlds, or something similar. He looks almost identical to Valcorian from the Old Republic, I, and it I scares me. It scares me, and I was like, "Oh!" But it's not Valcorian. We do know that we did get a name, and I can't, I can't find his name for some reason. And uh, we did get a female actress uh, that who's going to play with him, and. She actually looks very similar to Lana Blanco, also from Mm -hmm. Old Republic. And I was like, hmm, these these characters look a bit interesting. Right. I don't want to like toot your own horn, but
0: everyone was like, you know, Ilo Ren looks like Revan. Right. You know, like, they're taking
1: inspiration. Yeah, they're definitely taking inspirations from Legends into the canon of things. Um, With the show... They also confirmed we see Thrawn. Thrawn's definitely going to be in the show, and I am so so excited because is the is this the second time this has happened? I think where a Star Wars voice actor has played his own role in a Star Wars in a Star Wars um, live action. Right. Uh, well, Katie. Yeah, um, uh, sorry, Bo Katan. Yeah. Bo Katan K- is one. Bo the one, one, and Thrawn is playing none other by his voice actor version. Lars Mickelson is playing his own. Is playing. Not only voiced him in Rebels, but is playing him in live action as Thrawn. Right. Um, and,
0: oh, that's so exciting. Again, I want you to notice, like, the age of this like in the trailer Ahsoka says I'm looking for Thrawn he's a threat he's emerging as the heir to the empire is the exact wording she uses which is the name of the first Thrawn book
1: yep and I have a feeling because so they say he's the heir to the empire the empire is a threat in the in the trailer so, I have a feeling that we're going to see, some way or another, these remnants of the Empire, which was a thing in the re- in, in Legends, where the remnants of the Empire, after the fact, uh, became the new Empire in Legends, where we're going to see these remnants become the First Order, I have a very strong feeling Thrawn's going to have a major part in that, some sort of organizing all this together. Right.
0: And like Thrawn was a great point because like he came in early into the Legends EU material that was post Return of the Jedi. And like he gives the Rebel Alliance and like Luke a big run for their money. Mm -hmm. Like, and it shows that, you know, you don't need to be a force user to give Jedi trouble. And... I am excited for that because I'm excited to kind of see Thrawn's character and to see Hera. And like I said this to my wife, Shelby, I, when we were talking about this. I was like, oh, so this is actually just Rebels season five. They're yep. just calling it Ahsoka.
1: Yep. Pretty much. It's literally the fifth season of Rebels just in live action format because we have mm-hmm. the entire Rebel crew. Ezra has also been cast. We do see a glimpse of him in a hologram form. Uh, in the show and if mm-hmm. Thrawn's brack in like person that we see we do see that in the trailer guarantee you we're gonna have uh Ezra and the person in the flesh with the rest of the crew so it's it's gonna be super exciting to see that uh they did announce it is coming out this august which is another mm-hmm. very, very exciting thing so th- it, we do not have any long wait we have only like what five months. If that not even, not even five months, four months, yeah, we have a four month wait till the show drops. So yes, yeah, it's super exciting. Um, another thing they announced is they did talk more. They did a a high republic panel after they mm-hmm. did the Ahsoka one, and I did not realize this until I was reading this a couple days ago. They are bringing in some characters from the High Republic books in the show Acolyte. Mm-hmm. One of the characters who I truly like in the in the in the in the book series so far is Vernestra Rowe, which we and they announced that she is getting a full-on live-action version of herself, uh, played by. They just had the. They had her actress's name i can't seem to find anymore but yeah they have um vanestra roe being cast she's apprenticed to stellan geos Uh, she is currently a jedi knight in the high republic era that we see in the books she is the one with the light whip right so her lightsaber she had configured it to where she can turn it into a light whip I want to see that on the screen now so bad
0: <laughs> right. so bad I'm excited about that Um, the rest of the stuff was mainly just like toys and mm-hmm. like Tales of the Jedi season 2 coming and a lot of visions yep. season 2 Vision coming season
1: two. and then uh, they did announce new High Republic uh, the phase 3 they announced mm-hmm. the final phase of um, the High Republic and the comics for it as well So but and
0: new new, new manga. Yeah. So before we go, we have to talk about the Jedi Survivor because while not everything we know now was announced at Celebration, we have gotten some new information about Jedi Survivor and like they invited a bunch of people to come and like play a like playtest version of the game with the devs there and we've gotten to see footage of all of that we've gotten some kind of confirmation on the mystery character and kind of the plot going on with we did yeah i didn't see Um, that i saw some of the gameplay
1: but that didn't yeah didn't read up lots of people talking
0: but the highlights i want to go to is we got to see like one the movement and combat style you see in this gameplay looks so front like so crisp
1: that's true it looks it looks and it's so i mean so it's from what i i what i've watched on gameplay it looks like fallen order but it's so much refined and a lot more in depth to it to what they wouldn't weren't able to do in the first game
0: right um we did get confirmation that there will be a ton like We got to see some of the plethora of cosmetic options. So much cosmetics. Right. Uh, You can change his outfit. We have not seen a poncho yet. Um, But I'm sure there will be a poncho. I'm sure. I don't think they're going to let the game go without having at least one poncho. Um, And, you know, you see, like, we see, like, the lightsaber customization. And we can see that, like, I was really interested in like, so the way the um Are talking split about the two, saber his two hilts yeah, yeah, his two hilts. like it had like a weird like play shift like mechanism, and it like weirdly, like the little one always felt like it would be awkward to hand handle. um, but now we see that it is like like part of the hilt goes in. What I want to know is because he technically has a split kyber crystal in there, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I want to know if eventually maybe we'll be able to get different colors on each side.
1: Ooh, that is a good question.
0: I didn't see it in the gameplay trailer, but that would be really cool. And maybe if they give it it, as an update.
1: Because they only showed, I've only seen a glimpse of the customization for the. For the lightsaber stuff. Um, It is a lot more in depth.
0: They showed the colors. We are getting a white color crystal. I did see that. Um, I think that's the only new color we're getting. From Fallen Order. Because Fallen Order had pretty much the entire array of. But like it looks like he has like. Cal has basically in his time. Like basically made his saber a little more sophisticated. Mm -hmm. To where it doesn't look like a weird patch job.
1: And we we get that a little bit that in the um in the book they did Battle Scars did. where he they, he talks about how he likes to customize his saber more and more as time goes right. on. Uh,
0: and then we get a lot of um, we know the story is mainly focused on looking for this new thing um, that like it's basically kind of because it's at the same time as Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. And so it's 10 years before A New Hope. Yes. And I think what we're getting this is going to kind of explain where Cal is in the original trilogy, Um, which I think will be an interesting thing. And then we got to see some uh, B1s and B2s. We got to see B1s being ridiculous and hilarious. In um, some oh of the gameplay, God, that. character like they um, have,
1: the, they got the original voice actor to come back, do the dialogue for the B ones again. Oh, yeah. it's hysterical! It's great.
0: Um, it's my favorite part of prequel Star Wars is the B ones and the things they say, and it makes me laugh every time. Um, but so we saw some of that. We got to see footage of a Rancor fight, which everyone has told me as like. No one. The, according to one YouTuber I saw, you said the dev said no one was able to beat the fight on Grandmaster
1: difficulty. Oh God! And um, I do know this: all the footage and all the gameplay we see is on the first planet. They didn't do anything past the first planet. So yeah. So you,
0: we we just get the first planet story. Um, I think it's still. We also heard from what I've read, it's still going to be kind of a linear game when it mm. comes to like it's story.
1: Gonna be- it's going to be semi open, open right. world ish, um, because there will be side quests. Okay. Um, the first planet we're on, we do build a like a town, we do build a community, right? Uh, which is really cool. I was, I'm actually really excited for that portion because I'm going to, because they showed a side quest of you trying you you made a cantina in this town, for the community, and you went out and found a DJ who is a droid. Just like right. how we have DJ Rex at uh, Oga's Cantina,
0: right? And so we kind of see that. And so there will be a little bit of open. I think, I think this game is actually going to feel like Kotor with Dark Souls style combat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be like there is this linear story, and there's a story around the planet, but then there's all these side quests, and you can go back to planets for side quests.
1: And personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take it out out of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that Respawn, the developers of the game, literally went back and looked at KOTOR, how they did their game, and like, okay, let's do like kind of the similar storytelling stuff they did, but have our own game elements. Like, I can feel like they probably did something like, oh, okay, let's do this kind of a mix
0: and it's very much a lot that we see. I and mean, this is, and not a lot of developers do this, but a lot of what we see is stuff that has been asked for by the fans of Fallen Order. That it's like, hey, we love the game, but we'd really like more customization. We'd really like fast travel points. We'd like our collectibles to
1: actually mean something. Mm-hmm. Like, and so respawn, one of the very few devs. That I've seen in most recent years, literally looked at fan feedback and literally, they literally took the entire list of what people have asked and was like, "All right, cool, we can do that." And they just slapped it into the game. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, you cannot discount Maik the liar and his commentary. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said, <laughs> I never said
1: anything about Maik. Maik's great, um, but yeah, like Jedi Survivor looks great. We literally have what two and a half weeks left
0: yeah 17 days yeah. or 16 so, starting tomorrow
1: so about two weeks left roughly before the game mm-hmm. drops two weeks from friday i'm yeah it's gonna be great i'm super pumped um yeah we did talk about vision season two uh tales of the jedi is getting a second season which thank god for that uh bad batch is getting a third and final season next year uh that was confirmed and then i saw him finish finished that i know i was trying to finish it today well i was finishing season one today and then mm. other than that the mother major ex- announcement is the next star wars celebration is it won't be next year it will be 2025 and the reason why uh, me and austin won't be able to go is because it's being held in japan mm. so yeah that's you stupid- want us to go <laughs> If you it?
0: want us to go to Star Wars Celebration, sign up on
1: our Patreon to support the channel for us to go to Japan. If you in all two want years. to start
0: raising money for us to go to <laughs> Japan in two years, we will do a live show from Star Wars Celebration. Oh my God, that would be so
1: much fun. <laughs> um, Lucasfilm, if you're listening, sponsor us. Let it take us, let's yeah. get us over there. We're also, out there on the charts for Star Wars podcasts.
0: Bioware if you're listening to me, do the same thing for Dragon Age.
1: <laughs> yes, Bioware. If you are listening to a Star Wars podcast, which I so hope you are because you're entrusted with Kotor yeah. and Swotor, send the Cups and myself to the next like Dragon Age like convention thing you guys would do or showing of the game.
0: Right. Um. Yeah. Bioware. Do that. Um. Ubisoft. You can do what you want, but I'm kind of afraid of your fans. So we can... <laughs> I. That is a joke. I love the Ubisoft fandom, but they're intense sometimes.
1: I don't. Yeah. I. I would second that. I love Ubisoft. I love Assassin's Creed. I love those games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No. I. I would agree with that statement. Um. But yeah. That. That's what we got from Star Wars Celebration. Uh, we won't get one for two years, but yeah, there was so so much news, and I, I after this episode, I'm going to pack bags and get ready to go to my Patou trip and right. buy more merch.
0: What time is your flight?
1: Uh, eleven fifteen is when I'm flying out. Oh, so, okay
0: um don't you're not staying in the galactic cruiser
1: no god no (laughs) oh god no that's too expensive one that's too expensive uh two apparently are changing the galactic star cruiser stuff to where they're only going to do it so many times a week um because Uh it's not as active Say, like, hmm, I wonder why. Uh, one—it's not—it's not as active because you make people stay there and they can't go do other things in the park. My thing is, it's too short. Yeah, it should be—it should be a minimum three days, not two days. It should be three day, three nights, not two nights. Three nights, Disney. Three nights for that experience to be make it worth it. Just keep the and price the only, same, just yeah. make it three nights.
0: <laughs> and you only get like half a day in Galaxy's Edge, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you only get like half a day or something. So it's not even like... It's more of a hassle to do Galactic Star Cruiser if you're not from the Orlando area or in Florida. More for the fact that you would have to... You have to book that. Which you can't book through their website. You have to call for that, by the way. Mm. And then you would have to book another... If you want to stay there more than like the two days that you're in that Galactic Star Cruiser, then you have to book at another resort with more money, to do that. It's just, it's more of a hassle. They either need to lower the price or make the longer, or make a longer stay.
0: And, like, if the way they're doing, like, lightning lanes and all those things, like, if you don't get a good one, half a day isn't even, like, enough time to do all the rides.
1: Right. Or even if you do a building, or of anything of that sort, or any of that stuff, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's, you know, is what it is, but I'm sure that I mean, I'm sure they'll probably figure something out to make it worth it or make it better in some way or another because it has a lot of potential. It it really does. They just need to make it either affordable, make it affordable and have you stay longer. That's what they need to do. Yes. Because, I'm sorry, $2,500 for two nights for two people is not worth it. Granite is the most immersive thing that you would get for Star Wars as a, as in-universe kind of a thing because it's all it's all cast everything's in literally playing their part super immersive but I've had people tell me I had more immersion at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal than they did in the Galactic Star Cruiser more for the fact they had more time to do stuff at the Wizarding World than they did in the Galactic Star Cruiser so, it's up in the air. Do what you want to do. Um, but yes, I'm going to Batu here starting tomorrow. Build another saber. Build, in, build another saber. Build in another droid. Buy more stuff. I have half a suitcase free to fill it. So, yeah. Super pumped. But, mm-hmm. uh, But I think that's it for this week. And I guess we'll talk to everyone next week when i'm back and we are getting back into our species like minisodes specifically with wookies because that's everybody's favorite species let's be honest it is wookies i'm excited Uh, thanks for listening everyone and remember or may the force be with you (laughs) all right thank you for listening to holocron histories star wars canon versus legends You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at SWHolohistories and contact us at holocronhistories at gmail.com. Ever wanted to be a content creator but had no clue where to begin? Come join me as I sit down with content creators that have already faced the challenges you're up against as they discuss the tips and tricks that help them be successful. Here on The Content Creator's Guide available wherever podcasts can be found.